my goddess. I feel so good. I just turned on Taylor Swift's version of All Too Well, and I did my own little yoga stretch for 10 minutes just before turning this on. And I've been helping my parents move and it's been a lot of work. That 10 minutes, that simple 10 minutes to myself was so needed, especially since I'm going to ground and connect with you during this special podcast episode. So Jaima, Jaima, welcome. I'm so thankful that you're tuning in. I'm Raquel. And welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And just to note that the sponsors you hear today and their special offers will be linked in the show notes, along with ways to connect with the Your Own Magic community. This episode and next week's episode might be slightly shorter than most. I didn't want to take a full on break. I wanted to share something, but I'm helping my parents move for the next few weeks. And so I'm going to keep it simple and concise, but I'm really excited to take a break from that for a moment and instead do something fun and share my thoughts on what has been on your hearts (laughs) of your submissions. These are my favorite kind of episodes, the Q and A's. So I'm covering some questions and topics that came in via the topic box that is on our site, yourownmagic.life. So if you submitted a question or topic, I 100% read it and everybody had amazing questions that came in and also very clever pseudonyms. So, of course, I had the option that you can share your name with me if you'd like, because I'm definitely going to thank you on the podcast for your question, or you can also share a pseudonym for anonymity. I'm all for that too, and your location if you'd like to, your state or your country. So, for future episodes, feel free to submit a topic or question because I'm going to be doing more of these. For this episode, I'm going to be covering four submissions, my lucky number four, and sharing my thoughts or perhaps answering whatever questions come to heart in this moment. (laughs) Many of us are on very similar journeys and it's kind of nice to see that we're not alone, you know? Anyway, I also want to note a little disclaimer. I mean, this is obvious, but I'm human. I'm not a spiritual teacher, just a sister on this journey with you. And so I don't know everything, I must say. I just will share from my heart whatever I connect with. And my word is not end-all be-all. So, of course, pocket whatever resonates and feel free to allow whatever doesn't to float away and... That even is a beautiful thing as it brings you insight in another light, to be honest. Also, the very special Strawberry Supermoon is going to be at its peak on the 14th, and I released a full moon mini episode on Thursday, I believe, so you can listen to that if you haven't already. Yeah, this one is fun. It's a light. I'm so excited for this moon, especially after the last one, was uh, quite intense, I must say. Did you get through it? (laughs) Oh man, we're really strong, I must say. We're really, really strong. Anyway, so I'm just excited to jump right in to these questions. Let's do it. All right. First question is from Hannah from Texas. And by the way, Hannah, your message, so sweet. And it also made me laugh and smile. And 
I just want to thank you so much and I'm sending you love and I'm excited to read your, uh, your question, or I guess this is a topic to talk about that a lot of people, a lot of people go through and I'll even question my own on occasion. So Hannah wrote, I've had a difficult time finding anything to be excited about when it comes to what I want to do with my life. I feel directionless, purposeless and would like to find my purpose. I want to say, Hannah, I am a believer that whatever we're experiencing right now in our life, no matter how messy it is, how frustrating, how aggravating, how much grief we're experiencing, or how much beauty and joy and light we're experiencing in this moment, all of it is teaching us lessons that collectively lead us towards one of our many purposes. I think that we're multifaceted humans that can live a variety of purposes in life. The messes in our life can lead us to this message, this purpose. I think that it was Elizabeth Gilbert who wrote make your mess your message. And I know that many of my messes in life have guided me to more awareness and feeling like I'm living another purpose. And also the many different purposes in a way can serve each other. So even when we feel like we're not going in any direction whatsoever and we feel stagnant and stuck, the beauty of this is that it's like we're walking up towards a blank canvas and we get to paint something new, something exciting. If we are feeling stuck, the best thing to do is find the courage, which of course in and of itself can be scary, but if we can explore and find the courage to shake up the norm and try something new, perhaps through that, whatever new venture, whatever novelty we explore, through that we'll find another purpose as we learn lessons. And so there are a multitude of purposes for you to live. Sometimes I think the greatest sign when we feel stuck and stagnant, it's just a sign to kind of shake things up, listen to the universe, listen to that still voice within you, or however you connect with the universe. Some people hear a voice within them. Some people, it's just an inner knowing in their gut or in their heart, or some people, they have actual visions that come to mind or all the above, or none of the above, and you connect with the universe in your own language. There's a variety of ways that people connect and know what is best for them. So learning that about yourself and connecting with the space, most likely in a meditative state, that's the easiest way to really receive that clarity. That is a beautiful space to learn, okay, what is next for me to explore? What is next for me to, what is next for me? What is next for me? What is the next chapter I'm going to write in my life? So I think that a lot of times when we feel directionless or purposeless, it's just the universe telling you that it's time to shake things up because nothing changes if nothing changes. And if we continue just the same route, the same feelings, holding on to the same stories and the same narratives, it's easy to get into that very dark and lost space that there's nothing more. And to not compare it to other people's stories at all because the universe wants you to write 
your own. And so however you're feeling in this moment, even if you feel directionless or purposeless or a little lost, that is okay. And that's an exciting time for you to take a leap and try something new. So I hope that you are excited for this new direction, whatever it is. Take some time, meditate, see what comes to you. Is, is there anything in your life that lights you up? Also, a lot of times in our mind, we have a blockage. It could be a self-doubt. It's usually a narrative about us. Our ego is stopping us, trying to protect us from humiliation, embarrassment, or whatever it is. Or it could be the financial block, but there's always ways around it. You know, like money is definitely an obstacle, but there is always still a way to work around that. I've definitely had my hurdles financially before many times in life, and I've always found a way. If you really want something, you find a way. And if you don't know what it is, that thing you want, well, it's time to get a little quiet and perhaps tune out all the distractions Yes, the social media, maybe put that away for a day or two or the YouTube or whatever it is that might distract you. For me, I know I love YouTube. I love, love YouTube. I have to make sure to limit myself with that indeed because I can easily, I mean, I'm human. I can easily get sucked into YouTube. And so whatever that is, that distraction, it's okay to bring awareness to the fact that, okay, I'm distracting myself when I can be doing something for myself right now. Put the distractions away, get quiet, tune within, and remind yourself what lights you, what are you passionate about, what was your child, your inner child passionate about. Perhaps something will click and who cares what anyone thinks, but whatever that is, just go for it. And yes, you're going to have a lot of doubts and fears and your ego is such a master trickster and will try to talk you out of it. And whenever it does, just notice that voice, notice that tick, and be like, no, 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 I'm the master here. I'm going for it. I'm taking this direction. And through that, as you walk that path, you will learn many lessons and find many purposes. And I want to add that it never hurts to seek support. Maybe you can reach out on the Your Own Magic Facebook community and see if there's a fellow Yomi or someone who you'd like to partner with to hold each other accountable for whatever possible goals you might have in mind or brainstorm creative ideas to get excited about or maybe go take a class somewhere if you have the means or some sort of course even if that's not going to be your future vocation or whatever it is, in that, again, you're still going to learn lessons and get insights or find a local community to become a part of and get involved with and something that you might be passionate about that betters the community or betters society or betters Mama Earth. And if you listen to a podcast like this, you might be interested in creativity or spirituality or wellness And if that's the case, perhaps explore those deeper. And of course, if you want to take care of your emotional well-being and you think that's a huge blocker, then it doesn't hurt to seek out some energetic work in that way or, of course, therapy or whatever it is. But definitely take care of you. Give yourself the permission to focus on you and your well-being and 
when you do, it's wild what gateways open and you find different things that light you. And through that, of course, there's still many more purposes to live. So just keep living. Just keep enjoying life. You're living many purposes. And Hannah, I'm so thankful you asked this question because I guarantee you're not alone in this. And take a leap with joy and grace. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add of course some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. All right, so this next one is from B-A, perhaps their initials, B-A from Colorado. And they write, Judgment and Spirituality. I believe my friends find my perspective of reality to be a bit cuckoo. One of my friends joked that I was in my insane era. And though it was a joke, it really got to me. But I can't help what I believe. Have you experienced this? What do you do to just let their judgments go? And how do I not judge them for not seeing what I see? I'm sure many of the listeners can completely relate B. So thank you for sending this. And my perspective on this is that, well, A, if your friends are making you feel less than or that your beliefs aren't worthy, then they might not really be your friends or they might not really be your friends right now until 
they are accepting of whatever it is that you believe. I mean, my friends, of course, some of my beliefs, like when I talk about how I have friends that channel the Palladians, I have some friends that are like, what? Okay. And I tell them all about it and they think it's very interesting. They don't judge me for it, even if they don't believe it to be. And we love each other immensely. We have different beliefs and that's okay. That's a beautiful thing in life. I want to have friends from all walks of life who believe in things that are unlike my own because we can all learn from each other. And I mean, as much as a lot of us want to say we're not part of the matrix, we're all living in the matrix. This world is one matrix. So we've got to learn to coexist and also co-create a more beautiful world together. And so I don't really demonize a lot of things that I know when you really get deep into the spiritual community, a lot of times it's easy to, you know, get frustrated with those that don't see what you see. But man, I would just let that go. It's so freeing to just be like, yeah, my friends are going to believe something differently than me. And I have friends that believe the same things I do. And I've kind of been in this place where I'm like, you know what? We'll all know when we go. We'll all know when we die. I'm not going to lie. It's definitely mediums and people with near-death experiences that I feel like have given me more clarity in my belief in something beyond the physical indeed even in this one-dimensional reality we live in it always does feel like you know there's something more there's something there there's some magic there that we can always tap into and even from my own experiences my own psychic abilities or you know seeing spirits when I was a young girl or when I tune within and when I meditate, it just feels like there's definitely a higher power there. And I can't shake that feeling. And that's because that's part of my personal life experience. So you you can't really teach someone that hasn't had that experience. And perhaps you're not supposed to change their beliefs. Perhaps they're just on the right path for them and you are on a very unique path for you to tap into this universe in a way that was designed for you. If your friends are your real friends, then that's beautiful because the universe gifted them to you for you, for a reason, and vice versa. And my friends, even if they might not be there, they totally love that for me and honor it because that's what makes me me. And as long as I'm happy and I think that whatever they're doing as well is really amazing and I love to learn from them in that way, even if we have different beliefs. And yes, have I had to weed out some friends? Yeah, of course I have in the process. And is that easy? Hell no. Hell no. But it's worth it. It's worth it and you get to see who's in a toxic space that really doesn't meet your energy anymore. But I think that we can all learn from each other. And it's a beautiful world when we're not shaming each other or judging each other for our beliefs and understand that they have perspectives that we might not be able to see and vice versa. If you can dance with that in harmony, it's one of the most beautiful things. So perhaps... Take some time journaling and opening up your perspective and opening up your heart to allowing 
others in and know and trust yourself that it's not going to shift you or quote unquote make you feel like you are devolving or whatever like just think that it's actually part of your evolution this is great that your friends like if they're really your friends then they're not going to dis like you for what you believe now they might be teasing you like you're in your insane era and if that does affect you if that hurts of course communicate that I think communication is key and if they're your friends they'll totally honor that I think that kind of stuff is hilarious when my friends point that out because I also tease them back about other things and I just love to yeah like teasing is just one of my favorite forms of communication but it's definitely not for everybody and it can definitely hit soft spots if it does also feel energetically like it's not from a you know just a light-hearted loving place then definitely communicate that so communicate 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 and take some time to reflect within yourself on how you can perhaps shift your judgment towards them and instead dance with them in some way because that is the best way to keep the peace and harmony and allow people to believe whatever they want to believe. And I think spirituality is just such a personal journey and we all have different beliefs in our own spirituality and how we connect with the universe and that is something that we must honor within each other. So I'm so thankful you brought this up. I am very certain you're not the only one that's experiencing this. So I hope that there are some nuggets in there that resonated with you, B. And thank you for your submission. Oh, sweet. So this next one is also from Colorado. Sav Sav. And Sav Sav asks... If you were to have to start all over again on your spiritual journey, what do you think you'd do differently? If I were to have to start all over, I have to. <laughs> I'd be like, no universe, please. Um, honestly, it's nothing. I don't I wouldn't want to change a thing because I feel like every even all the dark times and all the hardships were ended up being so worth it and also even all the different relationships i've met along the way whether friendships or romantic relationships man everything taught me such a valuable lesson and i just wouldn't change a thing even if it even though it was it hurt a lot and there was a lot of trauma in the mean in the process as well and then a lot of ancestral wounds healed. So man, it's hard to think what would I do differently because it feels like it's all been so worth it. But I guess I would focus mostly on not allowing my human to get in the way. Perhaps it would have prevented some traumas and some dramas if I were to always, always, always trust that inner gut because my, my gut will tell me, give me the red warning sign. And so to make sure to listen to her more and also take the opportunities when they were presented to me versus waiting for it to be perfect or just trust that I deserved it, that I was worthy of it. And to take those opportunities instead of wait on them and just kind of let them simmer. I've tried things that I was too nervous to and also to not take some things, some lessons and some messages so seriously. I think I took a lot of things to heart and that led me down the road to toxic positivity for a while or, or a lot of spiritual bypassing. 
So to allow myself to feel all the emotions and not to bypass a thing, to just experience whatever it is that comes and to fully relish in it. So perhaps that is what I would do differently if I had to whisper in my human's ear when she was starting her spiritual journey to just trust the process and trust that inner voice within you and all will be well no matter what. The human is a force of nature, a force with nature. We wouldn't experience the light without the darkness. So, man, if I had to, I guess that's what it would be. But to be honest, I wouldn't want to change a thing. I really wouldn't. But I love this question. I could reflect on this even more deeply and I encourage everyone listening to reflect on this because that was really good, Sav Sav. So thank you for sending that. Now this last one, last but not least, because I will be answering more next week, but this last one is from Dandy Lion from Hawaii. Now, if this is not a pseudonym, Dandy, if your name is Dandy Lion, your parents are my kind of people. Whoever named you is my kind of human. You submitted several things and I just want to say that I love all of the topic ideas you suggested and I'm super into all those topics, by the way. And mahalo for your very sweet message. It means so much. So Dandy writes, okay, so this might sound crazy, but I have had a few very specific encounters where it seems aliens were communicating with me. One time, they even led me to a book via a sparkly trail in my mind's eye that I had on my shelf and never read. The first sentence, when I opened the page, literally said, We are the Arcturians. We want to connect you to higher consciousness. I got scared and started shaking and put it back. I was on mushrooms at the time, so I'm not sure if it was just me tripping or if they are really trying to connect with me. Should I be scared or should I try to make contact? (laughs) Ugh, this is brilliant. I wish my friend Brie was here because she is the one that connects with Arcturians and Palladians and you name it. But, ooh, I mean, if it were me, even though, yes, you were on shrooms, that is a factor. But perhaps some sort of gateway was opened, whether you were on shrooms or not. And if you feel like it wasn't a light energy, it was more of a dark energy, really navigate that feeling because sometimes that fear might be protecting you. But if you feel like, okay, this was probably the Arcturians and it feels light and it feels welcoming and it feels kind, then yeah, why not try to make contact? I couldn't tell you how, but there are those like Brie or if someone's listening, so reach out to the community on the Facebook page or maybe someone's listening and wants to create a post about it on ways to connect, but not business related, nothing business related, just pure community help because this is a sacred space, of course, that page, but yeah, I would say make contact and I noticed your other submission My answer to that would be definitely work on boundaries and standing your ground and perhaps in your meditative space, really work on that root chakra and feel that force and that fire within you 
and be smart and cautious. For me, I never just give my number out to anyone, especially if the energy feels off or I would just give my email and it's okay to protect your boundaries if you don't feel like someone is good or someone is safe. It's okay to be assertive and stand your ground. Leave the premise as soon as possible. But no, I don't think that you called it in. I think whether you called this in or not, it's a beautiful sign to really work on your energetic boundaries and to really work on that, especially in your meditative space and get really strong and rooted in this in you and grounded in you so you don't have any problem with confrontation and being bold with the word no and walking away. And that goes for anyone listening. If someone comes up to you and makes you feel unsafe and they do not respect your boundaries or your bubble or they make certain instigations at you, it's always okay to stand your ground and be extremely hyper-cautious and smart and, you know, allow your ego to protect you in that case and be assertive. I have a lot of fire in me and I have no problem shooting my fire if I am unsafe. And it's okay, it's definitely okay to do that to protect your human. And a lot of times I'll definitely sage or something afterwards to cleanse that energy. But we're pro-protecting our vessels, protecting our humans. So in a sense, I answered five submissions. I just wanted to make sure I covered that as well. I thought that that was very important since Dandelion said that when they were in Italy, they were alone and there was some people that did not respect their boundaries. So yeah, I'm just, I just wanted to put that out there that it's great to ground in our boundaries, especially when we're traveling solo. I know as a solo traveler myself, how wild the world is out there. And that is actually when I really started working on my boundaries. And I'm really good at saying no, and I'm actually pretty quick. So it's nice to be quick on your feet, not worry about other people's feelings if you feel unsafe, just worry about your own in that case. I think another thing is to also not really trust people too quickly. Uh, When I solo travel, I I am big on doing a lot of research beforehand just to know the safest spots as a solo female traveler. And simply, I trust my gut and not trust people too quickly. Also, it's good to note that thieves and criminals and just not good people target those who look the most vulnerable who are looking up at the sky or looking at maps or, you know, just clearly a little lost. So I always make sure to seem like I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And I think that there's always an energetic boundary around me. Like, you know, don't bother me. I have no problem shutting that off if I am clearly in a, in a not so safe situation. So yeah, act as though you're local or if you're clearly not a local there don't seem too lost or as if you're in need of so much help and if you are i would ask someone who is working at a local restaurant or a local convenience store that you see if that's available to you or a another woman who is local or just someone who 
it seems safe. Someone, and trust your gut with that. Someone who seems safe. If you ever get that gut feeling that this is not a person to be around, please trust it. Uh, I was wearing really short yoga shorts and a halter top that was a little cropped around Vietnam. And I got a lot of stares, I realized, from the locals. And a local woman yelled at me about it. Rightfully so, because that was not part of their culture. So to also honor cultures as well. Or, you know, otherwise you might get unwanted advances. And so, yeah, to be aware of the culture you're in is another big thing as well. And just look like you know what you're doing. And Carrie Mace. (laughs) Anyway, I hope that this was a fun and entertaining episode. I know it was short, about half an hour and next week's will also be but please submit 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 our 300th episode is coming up and I want to answer many more questions or share my thoughts on many more topics so I would love to hear from you the topic box is at www.yourownmagic.life so submit whatever comes to heart for you and have a magical magical rest of your week Gemma Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.